0: Eerie Query, the podcast where we explore weird questions, creepy stories, and everything in between. Today I'm your host, Allie London, and I'm joined here by
1: Jordan Grimm and Brie
0: Brewbaker. Hello, welcome back.
1: Thank you.
2: I never left.
0: Brie is omnipresent.
2: She is everywhere. Always. This place exists in my mind palace. Yes. Uh, but um, that's not the part of me we need to get to know today. Ooh. Today I have an eerie query for uh, you. Oh. And it goes a little something like this Allie. Hello. If you were a breed of dog, <laughs> what would you be and why? Wow. Wow. Getting in the deep cuts.
0: You know, once a guy in high school told me that I look like a poodle. Mm. But not like a cute poodle. Like quote like one of those weird cute poodles, you know, when they have wet hair and they're kind (laughs) of ugly.
2: Well that's rude as shit, and I don't think you're a poodle.
0: Oh thank you. I don't either.
1: Why is it like
2: fight that man?
1: (laughs) There's something I don't know why it's like socially unacceptable to not just like smack a man occasionally. Yeah. Like every
2: completely acceptable. And in fact, have done it on occasion. <laughs> very fair. Very warranted.
0: hmm. Um, I think I would be a golden doodle.
2: Yeah. Mm. Still have some poodle in there then. I still have some poodle. It's the curls. It's also a working dog. It's a working dog. They're good dogs. They're, poodle, yeah. Poodles get some slack, but poodle farm yeah. dogs, good dogs. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Poodles are my right. favorite. They're a lot.
0: Oh, I... They're a lot. Yeah. Um, they also they just have a lot of energy but they're like in between mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they're very much in between identities and uh, how they're perceived and they're like a good dog
2: it's a good family dog a
0: good family dog bring
2: yeah bring it home to your mama
0: it's like a twist on the classic
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah i like that mm-hmm. but still barks too much
2: Yeah, yeah, and a lot of energy, but we love it. We love it. What about you, Jordan?
1: Okay, can we still do aspires to be?
2: Yes. Yeah, we can hear what you aspire to be. Let's see it.
1: And we all know what I'm gonna say. A
2: crusty chihuahua.
1: I do. I want to be a Yes. I want to be a crusty-eyed white dog.
2: Told you. We all knew. Yeah.
1: Like a Shih Tzu.
2: But
0: why do you want to be this?
1: Because i want people to look at me and be like that existence looks like pain but yet i persevere and i live to be like 35 years old even though i have a colonoscopy Hmm? bad when i breathe you just get the scent of rotten tooth what
2: the fuck that doesn't answer the why like why you want that yeah
1: i just want everyone to see i'm a fighter and also i think they're really cute in their own little way
2: also they all have like a built-in sugar mama because it's always like
1: older ladies that spoil their freaking dogs yeah and those dogs don't care like when have you ever seen a crusty-eyed white dog that gives a shit true like they just like all have diapers on that they just like defecate all day long in And they don't care. They're just walking around with their poopy diapers.
0: So your goal is to live in your own shit. (laughs) I Be taken care of by a white woman.
2: And look like you're in eternal misery. Yeah. Okay, but that's your aspirational um, breed. Yeah. What what breed represents you currently?
1: Oh, what breed would represent (laughs) me currently?
2: Jigglypuff.
1: Is that a Puff dog.
2: Is not a dog. I know. I despite, just um... <laughs> popular belief, <laughs> despite your lack of po like uh, your lack of Pokemon.
0: Jordan once got real pissed at me for saying he was a Jigglypuff.
1: No, it was a Chancy You said oh, I was.
2: A they're yeah, the same. As hell. They're the same thing. No, they're not. Jordan is way more a Jigglypuff than a Chancy, But that is a query for another day. Another yes. Day
1: um also my singing does not make people fall asleep it makes them wish they were dead so there's a very different induced
2: coma is basically falling asleep
1: there we go um dogs yeah dogs Dogs are cute i what am i i feel like i'm probably a big dog one that's big and fluffy Mm -hmm. like a maybe...
2: Like an English sheepdog?
1: Yeah, like an English... That's a perfect one. I, yeah, I feel like an English sheepdog. What about you, Bree?
2: Alright, I, I am very well aware. Um, I've actually been told I'm two different breeds of dogs, mm-hmm. but it's always the same energy. Hmm. So, um... This is actually a very common conversation in my workplace. I love it. <laughs> because I make people talk to me while I'm stuck in a lab. Mm. Um so the one that i identify with the most is um from my most recent lab uh they said i'm a rottweiler oh kind of got a scary edge people are a little Mm -hmm. afraid of them but they said specifically a rottweiler in a flower crown oh yes and it's like yeah and then the other one that i've heard is that i'm a golden retriever with a spiked collar Mm mm-hmm and I, I can see the both. There are some people that are actually afraid of me, but then they're like, oh, but there's flowers. And then there are some people that are like, that's a big doofy dog that's dressed up yeah. with spikes to pretend to be scary. So I guess it's all about perception.
1: Two would, sides of the same coin.
2: Yeah.
0: I would say more so Rottweiler, because I recently learned that Rottweilers growl when they're happy.
1: Yes. Oh, they call it purring.
0: Yeah, yeah. but it looks like growling. Yes, and we had Roths growing up, and they're sweeties. But they're steep.
2: I also oh. had to untrain myself to hit when I was happy. So Yes.
0: You, mm, untrain in progress. <laughs>
2: I've come a long you way. You
0: have.
1: You have. I use this clothesline.
0: You did, last time we were drunk, bite me. Incredibly hard out, out of... Out of love. Out of love.
2: And because you were trying to steal the literal rings off my fingers.
0: They were not off her fingers.
2: I have no actual memory of this. on the <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. I can't really speak on that, but I'm glad that we all know what dogs we are and or what we aspire to become. Mm-hmm. Woof, woof.
0: Wuff <laughs> woof. What and a great lead-in.
2: Did you have a story for us today? I do have a
0: story. So... I have never, well, this is the first episode I'm really dabbing in, so people don't know about my house. So I'll tell you. So I grew up in Delaware, Ohio, which is about 30 minutes north of Columbus. Um, that's if you're counting Worthington or if you're from Delaware. Otherwise it's 45 minutes to an hour north of Columbus in actuality. Uh, but like, we like pretending there. Um, And so, when I, I had pretty idyllic childhood up until about fifth grade. In fifth grade, we moved out of our somewhat haunted house into a house of horror. Oh. In this house, we all became incredibly depressed, tons of mental illness,
1: Mm.
0: tons of fight, there was a divorce. There was the, my, the one parent earning money lost his job with the depression. No, nope. mm-hmm. recession, recession. Mm-hmm. Um, during the divorce, same time, 2008. It was a great year for us. Um, and just a lot of terrible things in that household. Um, which is, like Jordan was saying last time about how the idea that you don't remember a lot, we still have things that come back to us during this time. Now, that's partially trauma, but it's also partially
1: yeah, absolutely. this household.
0: It it truly was a terrorist. So, I want to share one of the stories that to other people is the most shocking. Because it, it really seems like out of a like movie. It's so, in a way, picture perfect. Okay. And I have debated, eventually, writing all these stories down
2: i think you absolutely should yeah
0: i i think i will one day and i started with this because this is kind of it says a lot about the house we were living in and the beer in that house Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna read you oh what happened okay this is so cheesy i don't share my writing so i will be very embarrassed safe space safe space support you you shouldn't The dining room came alive with nightly dinners. Sweeping walls in the darkest blue and rich wood floors laid a backdrop to nightly meals. We sat around an oblong table, leaning closer and closer as our stories and banter unfurled. Tonight, Dad was gone as usual, though this made for a better occasion. The red beacon sat at the head of the table, her long curls defying gravity in the heat of the day. Always at her side, the oldest of three daughters sat laughing along despite being one of the children she held court like her mom she was seen as a step removed from her sisters another parent to impress rather than a sibling to rival the two younger daughters were just as alike in their looks as they were alike in their shared annoyance at each other (laughs) this time they had their backup two equally young and angry friends acting as generals in disagreements but tonight without a man in sight we were bound together Years from now, despite all the change in a much safer environment, I miss the times we lost ourselves in each other's stories. The time when our wild pack of girls spent half the meal clutching our stomachs in laughter. No matter how often I revisit this moment before the fear returned, I cannot for the life of me remember what was said, but maybe that's what makes it more real. The tears leaked down our cheeks as we struggled to contain our laughter. The way we put down our emotional spears for the sake of a pleasant evening. If I can remember what jokes were made, or what language we got away with in front of our mother, would the experience be worthless? Would each word carry the weight of reflection rather than simply the joy of the moment? At least I have this memory humming with the heat of the day to comfort me before it all went wrong. Suddenly the scene is less blurred. Rather than the buzzing of laughter, the room seems dead quiet. The tall ceiling echoes that absence of sound. The heat returns to its oppressive swelter. It's as if the world is waiting on the precipice of what's to come. Its breath fully drawn and poised to explode from its lungs. Our front gate slams shut. All mouths freeze and eyes lock on one another. Should we be worried? Nah, must be the wind. No one uses that gate and the lock can be fickle. Just as we jump back into the stories, our dogs begin to snarl. Oh. The lazy bastard bounds for the windows. Just out of sight, the door breezes open slowly, then it slams with finality. A breeze rips through the house. It should be pleasant, but for the cold shot through our spines. The dog bounds through the house, but before he gets past us, the back door follows suit. While we don't really care for locking up in our quiet city, there is a burst of of wind strong enough to pry the door open. Yet we sit there in shock as exactly that happens. Unsure eyes meet and we giggle nervously. What was that, someone voices for all of us. Our visions scan the room simultaneously. The candles burning away at the table lose their flame. Not with a breath or the slow dissipation, just out suddenly, all at once. In the same instant, the candles relight as if nothing happened. A shaky calm dissipates through the room. There are no words to be shared. We all know that this is irrational, unbelievable, and real. Our petrified silhouettes crack piece by piece as we dare to come back to life. A small voice, anonymous in the quiet, calls out, wouldn't it be funny if the phone rang right now? We all wish we could take back those words, delete them from existence knowing that we've jinxed ourselves. Just then the phone's ringtone drills into the quiet. Not a shouting beep, 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 but alarming nonetheless. We all burst from our seats and go running in the backyard. We are moving as one. Ooh. In the backyard, I collapse onto the grass in a fit of laughter. The soft pool ground feels like an embrace. If we admit it's more than a joke, we'd have to face reality. Instead, we lie to each other and say little more. A quick phone call and we all stay the night at our friends, leaving the house to celebrate its victory before we face it another day.
1: Ooh, I think that just kind of sets the tone mm-hmm. for like how, like life in kind of a haunted space, because mm-hmm. yeah. it almost makes it not only feel like you're a victim of something that's haunting, but like you, kind of become part of the haunting. Yeah, like you get stuck in these cycles.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I know you're an English teacher, but I've never heard your writing before, <laughs> and. I'm obsessed.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're too sweet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I... This was the weirdest to me, and the freakiest part was the candles. Mm -hmm. Because literally... So, my mom was really big on candlelit dinners. Yeah. And we always sat down at the table, like, no matter what chaos our house was Mm -hmm. in. And I've never seen this happen. And looking at the table, the candles went completely out. Like, snap. The fire was gone. And, like, more than, like, one Mississippi... And then they relit. And it was both of them at the same time.
2: Yeah, that's just... Yeah. yeah.
0: Fucking terrifying.
2: Nope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you guys have been to my house.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Those doors are...
2: Not light. Not light. No. You're talking about the front door to the that front, front porch. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then the back door in the kitchen? Uh-huh. Oh, exactly. hell no. And that's not even a straight line. So it's no. Not like, it's not like you're getting a cross breeze that goes all the way straight through the house. Yeah. That's yeah. a curve. Oh, yeah. It has to
0: literally be like a C-shape. Bitch, I got goosebumps. <laughs> no,
2: thank
1: you. Well, plus, even though it's an older no. house, I would not describe it as drafty. No. Either. No. Yeah.
2: Well. I mean, except for the chills that were (laughs) racking my body last time (laughs) I was there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that front door, I have genuinely gone out of it less than twenty times in my life.
2: Yeah. We do
0: not use the front.
2: I remember you saying that when we were Mm -hmm. we took the EMS. Yeah. We were out there. And I remember when we went out there you Mm -hmm. were saying that you guys never spent Mm -hmm. time on that front porch. And it was like never open. And it was a pain in the ass to unlock. Yeah. yeah we struggled with that door
0: oh we i still have nightmares because i used to get locked out front Mm. i used to because it has one of those one old locks where you turn it and then you press this little button to lock it in place
1: yeah
0: all the time that thing the few times i've gone out front it has been locked and we've had to like bang and scream and we used to get in so much trouble for locking ourselves out but like i swear to god it locks itself
2: yeah yeah. That seems like a weird um, thing to get in trouble for.
0: There, a lot to impact there, too, but... <laughs> we don't have to go into it, just, uh, <laughs> hmm,
2: it's
0: okay. Yeah, and I remember specifically on this night, like, our two friends were there. Uh, they're sisters. Mm-hmm. So we got to... We called their mom. Their mom was like, fuck that, come over. Yeah. And we, we stayed the night there. And my sister and mom, they they are not like people and they went to the latest movie they could because they're like we're not going in there if we have to be awake for more than two minutes in that household
2: so the red beacon went back uh-huh. and she stayed there
0: she stayed there
2: oh bless her heart yeah Ooh. yeah and not in a condescending southern way I I no. really mean <laughs> it when I say bless her heart
1: oh, gosh just one of the few scary things about getting older is I guess we don't have that issue but um. you just don't like have sleepover options like children yeah. do like, like where'd
2: just, you go? Jordan yeah. says, at a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's
0: but permanent yeah. sleepover. <laughs> right.
2: Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's not a sleepover. He lives here.
0: Yeah. Um, but he's also a but sleepover. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> um Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Like, like adults generally don't. Mm-hmm. Especially parents. Yeah. I, my mom never really had sleepovers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we never, yeah, and people would stay at our house, uh, so it's funny, because, mm-hmm. so the dining room is not the safe room, the old part of the house is like a quarter, mm-hmm. so like a square, you split it down the middle on both sides,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the living room, the where we have the TV, is in the back left, and that's the safe room, that's okay. the only room we would have sleepovers in. Mm -hmm. that's where I used to sleepwalk and wake up at 3 a.m. Sure. And then I could not leave that room until it turned 4 because I was so afraid. All the time this would happen. I don't sleepwalk, only in that house. But I had friends who who stayed the night a bunch, including this girl and also, like, some other close friends. And once we were having a sleepover, and she had experienced a fair amount, but her and the other girl are talking and... They start talking about the dining room. And they're like, yeah, that doorway... Everyone's always walking through there. They're like, all the time we stay here, we'll just stay up watching shadows cross back and forth through that dining room. And people walking through from the front of the house back to the kitchen, which is a newer addition to the house. Yeah.
1: So just to describe the house to viewers, because we've been to it really recently, um, the house itself um, kind of feels like a circle Mm -hmm. which I know is a weird way to describe it but like so most houses that I've lived in so you're going to walk in and you're going to walk into a room and usually that room will be like a little entrance that will have stairs to the Mm -hmm. second story and then you're going to have a living room which attaches to a kitchen which attaches to a dining room this house so you're walking into the dining room next to the dining room is a bunch of like not fully indoor rooms so we have like laundry rooms and then like
0: from the kitchen from the kitchen yeah
1: Yeah. so yeah (laughs) from the kitchen so yeah you walk into the kitchen and so you walk into the kitchen next to it is like some kind of like I want to say, like, they're not mud rooms, mm. but they're kind of like that it's vibe of a yeah. mud room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's multiple, so, like, which is very weird. Mm-hmm. You
0: have to walk past two new additions to get to the door. Yes. So it, it's very weird because those are, like, if you enter the kitchen, like, off to the right, and they're, they're, the layout doesn't make sense. No. Because it's like a little alcove off of the kitchen. There was a bathroom. The bathroom entrance was from the kitchen now you have to go to like the mudroom yes and then that leads to a new bedroom it leads to what was the garage which is a storage room and that leads to a bathroom right it's the
2: upstairs for me that (laughs) i took me off because it was like you'd have a partial hallway but have to walk through a room to get to another hallway and it was like i was already on edge because i I like to be scared, but I like to be control scared. I like haunted houses. I like people scaring me. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I know I can knock their lights out. I felt so trapped in that house. Yeah. And I was only there for a couple hours. I can't imagine growing up there.
0: Yeah. It's weirdly so confusing. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: I've played around with computer programs. I really want to make a layout of the house. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I have, like, dimensions and stuff and like it just doesn't make sense it's odd it's odd yeah because because the downstairs you go through the kitchen that's skipping like a third of the house then you go into the dining room off of there you can go to two living rooms we one the front parlor our parents tried to make that the living room at one point my dad mm-hmm. did no one would stay in there yeah the tv was in there we would rather hang out with nothing to do in the other room than in the front room.
1: and i feel like it makes the most sense for that front room to be a tv room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. especially um that side room that's like mm-hmm. the safe room yeah um is so like exposed to the street so you think mm-hmm. it would be like the least safe feeling place but it's actually the most
2: windows behind you yeah yeah, literally right oh that caused a lot when i was growing up yeah like Mm -hmm. i always felt like somebody could see me through the windows which my dad didn't help whatever um (laughs) pranked um (laughs) but yeah the feeling that that's the safe room and honestly like when y'all went exploring rooms that i refused Mm -hmm. to after dark yeah if a ghost tells me that a room is bad i'm not going in there but it did feel so much safer in that yeah. room. And, it, like, even not knowing that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, you, like,
0: gravitate towards it. Yeah. It's crazy, because I have I brought in, like... I mean, I lived there from probably 2004. I graduated 2012. hmm And I returned there. Like, my dad still lives there. Um, and none of us talked about any of this until we left. Like, even this experience... We did not talk about it that night.
2: Well, then you'd have to acknowledge that it happened. Like, it's one of those things, like, trauma things. Yeah. Your brain's protecting yourself from what you can't deal with. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we immediately went over and then, yeah, stayed as long as we could. And, yeah, it's just, it's a weird, it's hard to explain sometimes because it is. Like, that experience, I was like, this sounds so fucking stupid. Because, like, having that much happen, like, the front door, like, going literally from the front of the property Mm -hmm. and then through the doors, through the back, out there, like, that.
2: Well, honestly, it reminds me of an entity you've talked to to us personally about mm-hmm. before and i'm sure you're gonna get into but the yeah. stomps. oh i didn't think about that i have goosebumps oh, i am a hut like it feels ranked. Oh, sorry
0: no that makes sense because it's like this very masculine
2: tall Mm-hmm. well when the gates, noisy like with things oh, slamming stop. and things sorry i No, I, I you're I right like, too, but it just feels like that has to be linked
0: yeah. i mean yeah
2: I would rather believe that than multiple angry <laughs> things,
0: to be honest. Especially that type of angry. I feel like that's a particular. Yeah, like,
2: Yeah. from what you've said, and honestly, every time you talk about it, it just gives me mm-hmm. the heeds. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: mm, yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's stop. I'll tell that real quick because that's a, oh, yeah. a short.
1: Just to fill everyone in.
0: Yeah. So, um, the last time I spent the night at the house, I refused to even nap. I do not sleep at that house. It does not feel safe. Um, it's, so this house was built in the mid-1800s. You can hear everything in that house. So when people are like, oh, but that's just like a creek or something. No, you can hear the movements. Um, I was staying in my bedroom. And to get up to the bedrooms, you go in the staircase in the kitchen. There's a landing with two bathrooms. Through one bathroom is my dad's room. And then up about three more stairs from that landing is my room, and it was only my dad, my sister, and me in the household. My younger sister, and my sister's next to me asleep. My dad is snoring in his room. I can hear him clear as day. He's snoring, and my stepmom is supposed to get home from a flight. She also traveled a lot, um, and by the time she gets back from Delaware to Delaware, it would be three a.m. And so at night, I wake up. I wake up like four times to pee at night it's horrible (laughs) but I wake up and I have to pee so fucking badly but something like stops me and I listen and there is stomping on the stairs and it starts at the bottom and you can hear it with each step get louder and louder and you can like feel the anger through the door and it would not only go up to that landing it would do the three extra steps to my room And, like, you can feel the vibrations in the wood floor. Like, this is something that is so clear. And I'm, like, I don't know what the fuck Lori's mad about, my Mm -hmm. stepmom. I am, like, if she is this pissed that I can feel her anger from here, there's no fucking way I'm going out there. I'm, like, I would rather pee myself as an adult than go out there and, like, deal with that. Because that's just, like, atrociously angry. Like, I don't know what had to happen to get someone there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go back to sleep. Everything's fine. I wake up the next morning and I go downstairs and I see my stepmom, Lori, there. And I'm like, oh, Lori, like, like how are you doing? Like, it must have been a rough night last night trying to break tension from the start. Um, and Lori goes like, yeah, it was exhausting. My plane, my flights were delayed. I didn't get home till 7 a.m.,
1: Wow. hmm
0: And the, like, the fear in me at that moment, realizing that I could feel this anger through the door. My sister's next to me. I hear my dad snoring.
2: And <sighs> nobody else is home. And no one's home. That's A- terrifying. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I have never and will never again sleep in that household.
2: Well, and I think your mom has mentioned hearing the stomps on the stairs before. <gasps> yeah. So it's not like... You're the only one that's heard this, like, aggressive stomping. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she had, we hadn't talked about this because most of the things I talked about with her starting at, like, 19 years old. Yeah. Like, which was close to maybe a decade after her moving out of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, But we just, no one could talk about these things uh, mentally. And she told me she always saw a firefighter walking up and down the stairs stomping up and down the stairs really and I had never I knew it was like very masculine energy I'm like anyone that pissed I mean sounds like formidable so I didn't really think about it too much but yeah yeah it felt very masculine and her knowing a firefighter stomped up and down
2: so strange yeah
0: yeah so that is why I will not stay there anymore yeah yeah um, fair. I think we're gonna start something new
2: uh, Oh
0: And and say how many nightlights Do you have to keep on to fall asleep tonight Out of five
2: Out of five nightlights uh-huh. I would say I'm probably at like three and a half Nightlights mm-hmm. uh-huh. I've heard this story before yeah. So it's <laughs> no longer like a four nightlight story <laughs> For me But It's intense. And also being able to visualize. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's a couple of nightlights. Not going to lie. Fair. Maybe a plushie. Ooh, Mm. I like
1: that. (laughs) So my answer is a little biased because (laughs) we're recording this pretty late. I got up really (laughs) early for work. You could throw me in a pit of scorpions (laughs) and I would probably fall asleep right about now. But I would, I would give it like a solid two and a half nightlights. I mean, I've been in the house. Mm-hmm. It like honestly, even if there was no spirits or nothing haunting, the house is still just very creepily built yeah (laughs) and like the additions do not help because they're just kind of like a sim house (laughs) where you're like oh my gosh I made this house for my sim but I forgot a kitchen let's throw a kitchen on literally just this wall Um,
2: oops I locked her in this open (laughs) space by the fireplace there's just an extra room there but there's no doors
1: no door in yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh and here's a box of clothes from the 80s like (laughs) yeah yeah strange very strange our
2: third crawl space thank you no thanks
1: oh and crawl space is in the mud room no the crawl space is going to be in the dining room like
2: yeah which one
0: yeah Yeah, right oh that's a story for another day (laughs) yeah yeah i have lived through this i'm gonna say zero
1: yeah, yeah fair.
0: I've I've literally slept through it you're
2: a tough bird
0: mm, if I had to do it again I would say I'm not sleeping that's fair if I were in it but as of now yeah I'm with Jordan throw me in a pit of scorpions
1: yeah more I'm sleeping I'm
2: gonna pass all the scorpions <laughs> <laughs> that's like put me in a bed thank you and then we'll be good mm-hmm. just won't keep my fingers over the edge No, thank you, Mr. Oh, you didn't sleep with all your limbs tucked into the bed because something would grab you from beneath. I did, but now I sleep limbs out. We'll get into monsters later. (gasps) Love talking to me about monsters. Mm -mm.
0: Thanks for joining us on this week's adventure. Thanks for joining us on this week's adventure. And a special thanks to Anthony Ployhar for our music. Find more at eeriequery.com. Share your stories to eeriequerypod at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at eeriequery.
2: Bye. Bye! Stay spooky.